0: In sports, there's winning and losing and getting injured. That's why there's Dr. Clapper.
1: Dr. Robert Clapper is the head of orthopedic surgery at Cedar Sinai Medical Center.
2: It's
0: Saturday morning and it's time for Dr. Clapper. Silence is golden when you can't think of a good answer. (laughs) This is the Weekend Warrior Show.
3: Hey, Dr. Clapper. How are you?
0: Yes, Doc. I love your show. Thank Um, you. Now, here he is, Dr. Robert Clapper. Good morning, Los Angeles and welcome to another edition of the Weekend Warrior Show. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Clapper. I'm an orthopedic surgeon at Cedars Sinai for 31 years. What a big day I had in the operating room yesterday. and the first time in 31 years, I was working on my birthday. It was awesome. With the pandemic and the backlog of surgeries waiting to be done, I get two operating rooms on Fridays to do six big cases. And I just could not see canceling those cases because it was my birthday. Uh, And it was awesome. Today's topic we'll get into is all about loyalty. And a big shout out to some of the loyal people that I work with, the nurses, the techs, Chris, Adolfo, they came in on their days off. Because they knew I'd be working on Friday to help me. And it was terrific. A big shout out to Village Pizza and Steve Cohn for catering the lunch. We had 20 pizzas. And a big shout out. We're going to get into food. But I had one of my favorite things to put in my mouth beyond pizza. It's something called a cannoli it's the greatest thing you can have with a cup of coffee and this particular cannoli i had is a bite-sized one there's no two bites you just pop this whole thing in your mouth it's a tube it kind of looks like an artery filled with atherosclerosis which is probably what it ends up being but it's made with a sweetened italian kind of cream cheese inside a crunchy egg roll, basically. So it crunches, it's smooth, it's creamy. And the best one I ever had comes courtesy of Wes Oakley. With a shout out to his son, Aiden Oakley, they make the best cannolis I've ever had. I went to Sicily just to have cannolis. And these are better. So you don't need to fly to Italy to have the best cannoli you ever had. Go to Village Pizza and get their cannolis. You'll you'll thank me a thousand times. And a little later in the show, I'm going to talk about another white, creamy, sweet dessert that involves coconut and icing. It's the best donut I've ever had, and I'm going to tell you where you can get it in Ventura. That's the other best thing to have with a cup of coffee, but I'll give you that clue a little bit later on. I'm so excited for today's show. My guest is radio host Scott Kaplan. I've been a huge fan of his work for years. He's been the voice of reason for NFL fans who love the San Diego Chargers. His love and passion for the Chargers was on full display during the heyday. I remember listening to him when Bobby Ross was the coach and Junior Seau played and Drew Brees was the quarterback. I mean, he goes that far back. And he was the voice of many fans who felt that their loyalty to the team was dismissed when the team left San Diego to come to Los Angeles. And I really appreciate his sense of betrayal in the team's decision to move to LA. And at 815, he's going to join me to talk about loyalty. And it made me think all week about loyalty in sports, in art and in surgery. What is it all about loyalty? Where does it come from? What does it mean to lose that loyalty? Well, in art, there's only one singer in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with two different bands. His name is Graham Nash. You remember him from Crosby, Stills and Nash, which is the first time he got into the Hall of Fame, which was 1997. But it wasn't until 2010 that he was inducted with the first band he joined, with his childhood friend, Alan Clark, to form the group called the Hollies. And in 2010, he went into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a member of the Hollies. 1947, he met Alan Clark, that's how far back we're going. But 20 years later, he decided he had to leave this band with his best friend to go elsewhere to grow, and in a minute you're going to hear why an artist like Graham Nash feels betrayed, questions his loyalty, and leaves. Well, what about in sports? Today's show is followed by the very first Laker game we're going to hear. The great John Ireland and Michael Thompson are going to be here at 8.45. The show was cut short by 15 minutes but I can't thank the station enough and ESPN enough because we ain't gonna have commercials between 8.15 and 8.45 to make up for it. So thank you, Richard Walsh and Amanda for letting us do that. But for me, the loyalty in sports starts with Dr. Buss buying the team, his love and loyalty for Jerry West, the loyalty Jerry West had for Dr. Bus is something you're going to hear about directly from Jerry West and Jerry Buss. That relationship between Jerry West and Kobe Bryant. Wait till you hear what Jerry West has to say about Kobe Bryant and loyalty, because there was a moment when Kobe Bryant actually questioned his loyalty to the Lakers and committed to join the Clippers. But you're going to hear in a minute how Jerry West talks about this story where he had to remind Kobe what loyalty to the Lakers really means. You can't leave, you can't go to the Clippers. Kobe Bryant said, but I've already committed to them. I'm so mad and I'm gonna leave. And Jerry West tells us tearfully as he remembers this story, I had to tell Kobe, no, you can't go. Loyalty exemplified in art in sports and in my world of surgery clap we can talk about clayton kershaw's spine going into spasm his back missing the opening day but i saw a patient this week boy was i busy this week i saw a patient she's you're all going to know who she is but i ain't going to say her name because i'm not allowed but as a singer and a dancer and she sure enough broke her foot and has a dancer's fracture the same kind of fra- fracture Pau Gasol had a Jones fracture, a dancer's fracture. Michael Jordan had one, the Lopez twins. You play basketball, Kevin Durant, you're gonna get that fifth metatarsal, that dancer's fracture. Why does it break in the same spot? Well, here's the Clapper vision. Your fifth metatarsal, that long bone in your foot attaching to your little toe is like a yellow pencil. The yellow part of the pencil, the diaphysis, the shaft of the bone, then you have the eraser at the end of the pencil, and that metal housing that attaches the eraser to the wooden pencil. Those three areas are just like the bone, the yellow shaft, the diaphysis, the metal ring that holds the eraser, the metaphysis, and the eraser is the epiphysis. You break the bone at the eraser the epiphysis or at that metal housing the metaphysis and that fracture is going to go on to heal with just a boot no big deal but if you break that bone where the yellow shaft anywhere along that yellow shaft the blood supply is so poor you're going to need a screw to get that to heal particularly if you're an athlete or a dancer so the location of the fracture is key to determine whether we treat you in a boot or with a screw. So there's your clap provision. We'll have the clinic open a little bit later. The number's 877-710-ESPN. But let's get right into today's show about loyalty in art, in sports, in surgery. Rebecca, let's go to Jerry West reflecting on Kobe's legacy, number six.
4: I had a special relationship with him. No one knows the intimate talks I had with him no one knows even people who are close to him they don't know the conversations i had with him they don't know the conversations i had with him in memphis when i was working in memphis we still communicated
0: that's uh where pal gasol was if you remember number seven
4: i remember when he was going to lead the lakers and i never really mentioned this to anyone he was going to come and sign with the Clippers, who I'm now involved with as a consultant. And I told him, Kobe, under no circumstances can you do this. And he was mad at everyone, the Lakers, the owner, everyone else. I said, Kobe, you can't go play with the Clippers. You can't play for that owner, period. And number eight. We had two conversations about it. And he supposedly made a commitment to the Clippers. And after the last one, we talked last time. But there's so many things that we talked about as he was just seeking information. He, his parents were with him for a while, and honestly, I felt like he's fathered for two years.
0: That's where the loyalty comes from, when you feel like it's a father figure. That's how Kobe felt about Phil Jackson. That's how Jerry West felt about Kobe. It, but it all starts with Dr. Bust. Let's listen to Dr. Buzz's Hall of Fame speech, where the loyalty comes from. Number one.
2: After two years of endless negotiations, I purchased the Los Angeles Lakers. What a dream come true. And then the path to my presence here began. It is difficult to explain the excitement and the reverence the first day when Jerry West and Bill Sharman came into my office. I couldn't believe I was suddenly in charge of a legendary franchise, and that my thoughts would influence the future of this team for so many years.
0: And number four?
2: Jerry West comes to me and says he has an eye on a 17-year-old phenomenon, Kobe Bryant. I said, great, in three or four years, it'll be good. He said, he said, no, now. I said, what? Well, not only that, Jerry, he was telling me, also Shaq has said he wants to come to Los Angeles. This could be the greatest one-two punch in the history of basketball. Okay, I said, let's go for it.
0: And now let's hear Kobe. Talk about loyalty to Phil Jackson. It's not always easy, but it comes with a feeling of family, a feeling of respect. Let's go to Kobe Loyal of Phil number one.
5: At first it was rocky, but I didn't understand it was rocky. And let me elaborate. I was extremely naive. And with Phil and his genius, his responsibility was to get the team to a place to win titles. It wasn't to appease one player. It wasn't to look out for this player. It was to get the collective hold to win a championship.
0: That's an interview with Patrick Ben-David. And finally, number six.
5: Phil's there doing it himself. He's like, you know, he's doing this whole, like, doing all this stuff, you know. And I'm like, damn. Okay, I'm going to try it. But honestly, it, 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 I bought into it. I bought into the meditation. I bought into the deeper connection that exists within the game. And so when you watch our teams, or you watch any of Phil's teams, or Chicago teams, game six against Utah, you watch our games, you know, game seven against Boston, we were never rattled, ever. Because we're always in the moment, always in the present, always extremely calm, always looking at the reality of the situation and not letting our emotions cloud our execution. And that comes from being in that meditative state that he would teach and preach from day one.
0: Loyalty starting with Dr. Bus buying the team. Loyalty hiring Jerry West to run it. Loyalty getting Phil Jackson to coach the team. This is why we're all so loyal to the career and the idea of Kobe Bryant. To stay with the Lakers for his whole career. Thanks to Genie Bus. We're gonna get into more of it at 815. I can't wait to talk to Scott Kaplan about it. But what about in the world of art? Graham Nash. Loyalty. Here you're gonna hear in these sound bites how painful it was to feel betrayed by his bandmates and he had to leave. When loyalty is disrupted, let's go to Graham Nash, number one.
6: I left the Hollies for a couple of reasons. One of them was that I didn't feel that they trusted my need for direction. Um, Every Hollies single that we had made, uh, you know, apart from the first couple, made it into the top ten, and and that's where we were used to being. You'd bring out a single, it would go into the top ten. That's what we were used to. When I was with the Hollies, I think we had 14, maybe 16 top ten hits. Number two. King Midas in Reverse came along, and I, that I wrote in uh, in Croatia, um, and uh, we made a very decent record of it, but it only got into the top thirty. And so the Hollies were bloody hell. We failed, you know. And now most bands would give their right arm to have a top thirty hit, but we, because we were used to being in the top ten, being in the top thirty wasn't so special, right? So that was one point. Number three. Then they wanted to do an album of Bob Dylan songs, and I just just didn't like the way that uh, it was going. Um, I'm a great fan of Bob Dylan. I think he's our greatest poet, and I think he's one of our greatest singers. Uh, And the way that the Hollies wanted to do some of his uh, stuff uh, appalled me. Um, I did actually sing on uh, Blowing in the Wind, um, and it's out there somewhere, and, and, and to me, it's just awful. It's kind of a Las Vegas kind of... How many roads can... I? Come on, this isn't the Rat Pack here. Come on, let's go.
0: Mm, and number four?
6: So those, those couple of things. Plus, I, I'd written Marrakesha Express, and the Hollies had tried to record it, and, and they just weren't into it. And, and it was obvious to me that uh, my time with the Hollies uh, was coming to an end. I was ambivalent about leaving, I must confess. I've always uh, liked being a member of a band. I've always liked interaction with other musicians. Uh, I was taking a big chance.
0: And finally, number
6: five. My friends thought I was crazy. You're leaving the Hollies, all this fame, all these women, all this money, are you nuts? You know, but they hadn't heard what, what me and David and Steven sounded like. And if they had, they would probably have understood better. But it was a, it was a sad time. Um, I was leaving my friend, Alan Clark, uh, who had been my friend since I was five or six years old. So that was painful for me. Um, but my mother and father had always taught me to follow my heart. And, and, and my heart said that this blend that I'd created with David and Stephen was uh, magically unique and that I need to follow it. And that's what I did.
0: Mm. Loyalty. It's a great emotion to have as a human being. And boy, does it hurt when you're betrayed. At 8 15, Scott Kaplan's going to teach us what that's about. To me, he's an expert and the only guy on the radio with the guts to talk about the betrayal as it relates to loyalty. I'm really looking forward to that. You don't want to miss that. Coming up next, the clinic will be open. The number's 877 710 ESPN and I wanna take you into the operating room. This week was awesome. What's it like to do a shoulder replacement in a 79-year-old man who went home the same day? Yesterday, one of the hip replacements I did. This is a guy who's 70 years old, got up and walked, said to the nurse, asked Dr. Clapper if it's okay for me to go home today the same day. I'm gonna explain why people are able to go home the same day from big surgeries. The number is 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN.
6: You're listening to The Weekend Warrior Show, presented by
0: Cedar sinai What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. Tell him Dr. Clapper sent you. Start
5: your weekend off right, listening to The Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper.
0: Hey, it's 7 o'clock in the morning. Forget about it there, all right? No more beer.
5: Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN. 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers.
3: Riding along on a carousel, trying to catch up to
0: you. To you. Mm-hmm. So so mm-hmm.
6: yeah.
4: carousel.
6: Carousel.
0: Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. That's Graham Nash. Beautiful. Singing with the Hollies. Carousel. Wow, to leave that group really affected him. But he went on to bigger and better things. But it was painful, betraying your bandmates. But he had to do it to grow. So it's okay to leave, but you pay a price, a high price, when you question the loyalty. It worked out for him but thank god jerry west made the phone call to kobe bryant to talk him out of going to the clippers to be able to stay with the lakers for his whole career is a beautiful thing all the more reason we embrace kobe bryant's career let's do the clinic let's open it up the numbers 877-710-ESPN let's go to joe you're on with dr clapper how can i help Good morning, Dr. Clapper. How are you? I'm doing good. I think uh, my voice is crackling with the technology, but I'll do my best because I'm at home, not in the studio, and it's a crazy pandemic for all of us, so bear with me. They'll probably
1: make your voice sound extra silky smooth by
0: running it through some filters or something. (laughs) (laughs) My voice and silky smooth uh, do not go together as an adjective, but thank you very much. (laughs) Awesome. Well, today, Doc, um, this is my fourth
1: time, and I don't know if I, if I owe you an office visit fee, but um, I have a, a shoulder injury, and I think it's altercocoritis. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in my mid-fifties, and for no apparent reason, I mean, I, I, to, to get some exercise during the pandemic, I walk up a hill, and generally that's when I call in, but I just do some basic stretching, and then all of a sudden um, I started getting pain in the top of my shoulder, as well as uh, numbness in my forearm and in my hand, and it's Uh where I can't even lay down on the bed at night and sleep, you know, that the numbness would start. Um, I got an MRI, and um, I wanted to read that to
0: you to see what you feel my next step should be. So, Joe, what I've learned after 10 years of doing this show is how many folks who listen, loyal weekend warriors, but they're just too timid to call in. So the fact that you feel so comfortable picking up the phone and calling in to talk to me, believe it or not, you actually speak for thousands of people who are listening who benefit from me explaining to you what is bothering you. So don't ever feel that uh, you're calling in four times and it's a problem. It's my pleasure. Listen, God put me on this planet to be an orthopedic surgeon and to take care of people like you. So it's, it's truly my pleasure. Let's. Let's go back to the whole idea of arm pain. Arm pain, certainly when you're talking about the shoulder, comes from one of two places. You're either dealing with trouble that's emanating from the shoulder, and I want to take you into the operating room, maybe I'll do it a little bit later in the show, of doing a shoulder replacement using titanium and high density polyethylene plastic and rebuild a shoulder that, 79 years old, we take a million steps a year as a human being. They've calculated that. Can you imagine how many times you lift your arm above your head in a year as a human being? Millions! Go take that credit card out of your wallet and bend it in half. Now bend it in half again. By the time you bend that plastic credit card that you can't tear in half, I don't know, five times? You've cracked the plastic credit card and you can easily tear it in half. When they build car doors on cars, they have a machine that tests the hinges, opening and closing it tens of thousands of times until the hinges break off. Well, a 79-year-old man lifting his hand above his head a hundred million times. This is the beauty of the body. So when you talk about pain, It's such a complex structure, the human body. Your shoulder hurts, but the key part of your history is it not only stays in your shoulder, but goes past the elbow, into your forearm, giving you numbness, tingling into your hand. Yeah, you may have problems with your rotator cuff. Yeah, you may have a biceps tendon. You may have arthritis. All the structures that can light themselves up the bursa in your shoulder, that causes shoulder pain. But when that pain goes be- beyond the elbow into the forearm, the wrist and hand, here's the second reason you got problems in your arm. It's your neck. Oh. You've got a degenerative disc in your neck. How young are you, Joe? 55. I'll be 56 in September. So you do have altococceritis <laughs> because just pinch the back of your hand, and let go of the skin. We can wait a half an hour for your skin to flatten. If you've got a grandson or granddaughter or kids, pinch the back of their hand and you'll see what youngness means. Instantaneously, that skin flattens. The elasticity in the collagen is superior in younger people. Well, the same thing for your discs. They dry out, just like your skin dries out, your your collagen dries out in your discs. And that irritates the nerve and causes, we call it sciatica in the lower extremity. It's a radiculopathy in the upper extremity. So read to me the MRI, read the impression, go slow so I can translate with clapper vision, but let's begin. And this is an MRI of your shoulder or of your neck? It's of my shoulder. Okay, so go ahead, impression, read uh, slowly, and, uh, and then I'll interrupt you. Okay, Um, it's five bullet points. The first one says
1: 2.1 times 1.8 centimeter full thickness or near full thickness tear of the mid to posterior supranatus tendon footprint and crescent with mid-grade partial thickness interstitial declamation to the posterior supranatus and anterior infraspinatus myotendus junction.
0: Okay, stop right there. Ready for a clapper vision? Here it comes. Clapper vision. Your arm that you're able to lift above your head has beautiful, smooth cartilage, and it literally looks like Bill Belichick's, as we say in Yiddish, his punim, his cheeks. That smooth skin of his cheeks is what the articulate cartilage of the ball and socket joint of your shoulder looks like. But the reason I'm using Bill Belichick as an example is because he loves to be on the sidelines wearing a hooded sweatshirt so that you just see his face freezing cold, blowing that hot air out of his mouth. That's the cartilage is his face, but the hooded sweatshirt that covers his right ear, his left ear and the top of his head is literally what the rotator cuff muscles look like that allow you to lift your arm above your head. They surround the ball. Right ear, left ear, top of the head. Well, the fabric that's on top of his head, that's called the supraspinatus. That's the cable, that's the tendon that actually lets you lift your arm above your head. The fabric over the right ear lets you bring your arm out to shake someone's hand, external rotation. Over his other ear, internal rotation, which allows you to take your hand and touch your belly button. Those are rotations, internal and external rotation. But the fabric that lets you lift your arm above your head is the fabric on the top of his head. That's the supraspinatus. You've ripped the fabric. You've ripped the cable. Partial, almost full thickness tear. And by the way, discs don't cause numbness into your forearm, as I mentioned before. So you are unlucky here. You actually have two problems. You have a degenerative disc in your neck. Congratulations on top of a busted cable, a hole in the fabric of Bill Belichick's hoodie, if you will, and that's what's giving you trouble. Do not let them shoot you with cortisone. Don't let them talk you into stem cells for $10,000 and all these cockamamie needles that they want to inject in you. No. Physical therapy, yes. I think it's still important for me, a surgeon, to try to keep you out of the operating room as my first pitch, if you will, to try three, four weeks of therapy. But as Shakespeare said it best, Joe, to thine own self be true. You do a month of physical therapy and your arm ain't feeling better, not feeling like the other side, then stop the therapy and you need to come see someone like me. Someone I, who can fix this. And get I, rid of the bone spur. Get rid of the fraying. And if it's a full thickness tear, yes, just like that hole in the hooded sweatshirt. I got a needle and thread, and I can patch up the hole and reattach the tendon to the bone. But if on I scope your shoulder, I don't see a hole in the fabric, then all I got to do is get rid of the spur, you go home in a sling, and you move your arm that afternoon. So that's what's in store for you. You need to go to therapy for three, four weeks, try to make this better. But if it ain't better, then you got to come see someone like me. Okay, Joe? Okay, Doc. Thanks, Doc. Yeah. And Hey, listen. And I've done the therapy, so I think I'm on to the. Then you're ready. You, you win the prize today. I did it last week with a nurse, uh, Wendy. I mm-hmm. saw her this week. The prize, she won the prize. She gets to call my office and say I spoke to her on the radio. And lo and behold, I got to see, she'd have to wait three months to come see me. She got to see me this week. You call my office. You tell them I said it's okay, and I'll see you this week. Bring the MRI with you. Now, I just helped you, a total stranger. I want you to find a total stranger today. Do something nice for them. That's how you'll be thanking me. I'll definitely do that, doctor. Thank you so much. God bless you. All right. Weekend Warriors, I'm having so much fun already, but I cannot wait to talk to Scott Kaplan at 815. You do not want to miss that. Talking about Kobe, his loyalty to Jerry West, his loyalty to Phil Jackson, but ultimately the loyalty we all have to what dr bus built the house that dr bus built and you hear that loyalty in graham nash as well what a great topic what a great show the number is 877-710-espn you're listening to the one and only weekend warrior show here on 710. the weekend
6: warrior show
5: presented by cedar sinai what's going on la this is kobe bryant Hi. Start your weekend off right, listening to The Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper.
0: I have a Beatles wig on.
5: Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN. 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. That's Bus Stop. That's the Hollies, Graham Nash. Graham Nash is Kobe Bryant. The loyalty to the Lakers, the loyalty to his bandmates. Until one day, Graham Nash woke up and said, Listen, they're not listening to me. They don't want to play the songs I'm writing anymore. They want to just cover Bob Dylan songs. That's ridiculous. And he left. Kobe Bryant woke up one day and said, I'm done with the Lakers. I'm going to the Clippers and commits to them. The one thing Graham Nash didn't have is he didn't have Jerry West calling him saying, you can't do that. You can't leave. And Jerry West, thankfully, talked Kobe Bryant out of leaving the Lakers to go to the Clippers so he could spend his entire career for us to enjoy In purple and gold that's today's topic loyalty can't wait to get into it at 8 15 with my guest scott kaplan but let's keep the clinic open right now let's go to josh you're on with dr clapper how can i help
1: hey good morning dr clapper how you doing
0: good morning josh how old are you what do you do for a living
1: i'm 29 years old and i work on the ambulance as an emt
0: get out of here i love that (laughs) Oh, Josh, I got so many stories of me as a fourth year medical student at St. Luke's, St. Luke's Roosevelt Hospital in New York City, part of my emergency room rotation. They said you get to ride in the ambulance for an eight hour shift during the day and you get to ride with the ambulance for an eight hour shift at night. And let me tell you (laughs) something. It was in February six inches of snow on the ground and i jump into the back of the ambulance you you would be cracking up if you saw me in my good humor ice cream white coat and pants sitting in the back of the ambulance the two drivers or i should say the driver and then the co-pilot up in the front and i'm sitting in the back i jump in the back of the at the hospital they turn to look at me and i go come on let's go to an emergency (laughs) and they start laughing going uh we need the radio to call us to an emergency nobody's calling us right now i said (laughs) oh don't you just constantly go to emergencies i was such an idiot and they said no and then the driver emt guy looks at me goes hey robbie do you like donuts i go i love donuts okay and he puts the siren. this is in manhattan in february six inches of snow it's like two o'clock in the afternoon he puts the siren on i go why are you putting the siren on he puts the siren on because Traffic is crazy in Manhattan. He goes down the center of the street to the donut shop, leaves the lights on blinking. What kind of donut you want, Robbie? I go, you can't do this. There's no, you can't have the siren on when they were just getting donuts. And I'll never forget this. The guy turns to me, goes, Robbie, we're an ambulance. We could do whatever the hell we want, (laughs) man. What a yeah, we're all to this day? Days. You know how many years ago this story takes place? Over 40 years ago, I'm telling you this story, and I just had the greatest time with these two guys. We, I, they said, do you know what a a snow, uh, what a, snow circle, something like that? They said. I said, no, I don't know what they are. Basically, they said, well, you have a whole field of snow, you go 60 miles an hour, you hit the brakes. And you do these snowflakes, snowbirds or whatever. Ain't snow angels. That was it. In Central Park, I said, you can't drive the ambulance on the grass in Central Park. And they turned to me and said, Robbie, we're an ambulance. We could do whatever we want. Next thing I know, they're jumping the curb, drove into Central Park, and we're driving around on strawberry fields or whatever, this giant thing. Like, it was, I had the greatest time with these guys. And, of course, we had emergencies. I'll tell you, some other time I'll tell you about the emergency I had with these guys. Oh, my God, was it fun. Anyway, enough about me. How can I help you, young man?
1: Yeah, so I'm calling regarding my uh, father-in-law. He has a really bad knee pain. He's had uh, surgery in the past. It was just a shaving, from what he told me. But that was five years ago, and now he's reconsidering on doing surgery again. But I was calling to see what's your opinion. What do you think?
0: So, you think? Josh, I want you to do me a favor so that we can help this nice man who's your father-in-law. Because I can tell in your voice you actually care about him. So in that, I, in that concept, two things, a couple of things. Number one, there's a book I wrote with Linda Yue called Heal Your Knees. Get a copy. We give the money to the homeless. That'll be a gift to your father-in-law. Heal your knees. Oh. Get that Heal book. That's number one. Oh. Number two, don't let them shoot him with cortisone shots or needles of Synvisc and stem cell. Be holistic. No needles into his knee, please. And let me tell no. you why this poor guy is suffering. My father was a carpenter, so I'm going to give you a— if you listen to the show? You know what Clapper Vision is?
1: Yes, sir. I listen to you. Sorry, I'm
0: getting off work. (laughs) All right. God bless you for doing that, and thanks for telling your friends as well. You're about to get a clapper vision for your father-in-law's knee. If you got a crack in the linoleum in your kitchen and you call the linoleum guy to fix it, he only knows one thing, to rip up the linoleum and give you new linoleum. That's what he does for a living. Can't blame the guy. He's a flooring guy. But if in ripping up that linoleum, you see termites in the wood underneath, you better fix the wood before you give me new linoleum. You need a different, a different guy, if you will. Well, whoever stuck an arthroscope into your father-in-law's knee is a linoleum guy ignoring the termites that are underneath the floorboards. You have my permission to call my office and I'll be happy to help your father-in-law. It'll be my pleasure. Get him the book first. I have to run because I'm on a break. But thanks so much for listening, Josh. You do those two things. It'll be my pleasure to help you out.
1: Okay, Dr. Kiber. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Okay. God
0: bless bless you. And thank you for all that you do to keep us safe. Really appreciate it. All right, Warriors, the number is 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN.
6: You're listening to the Weekend Warrior Show, presented by Cedar Sinai.
5: What's going on, LA? This is Kobe Bryant. That's right, Mahalo. Aloha. Start your weekend off right. Listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper.
0: Ahui hoy.
5: Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN. 710 home of your Los
0: Angeles Lakers. Think about, think about
6: how many
0: times mm. Welcome back Weekend Warriors, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Listen to the harming of those three voices. This is why Graham Nash left the Hollies. He felt that they were not letting him do what he needed to do. Kobe was mad at ownership and begged to leave. Made a commitment to the Clippers. But it wasn't until Jerry Buss called him from Memphis and said, you can't leave, you got to stay. Tearfully, Jerry West tells that story. You'll hear it again at the eight o'clock hour. I certainly want to talk to Chris about your hip, but before I do that, having something sweet with a cup of coffee is one of the great gifts I give myself in life. The gift I give myself for working so hard is surfing. But the other gift you give yourself for working so hard is eating good food. And there's nothing like sitting down with a cup of coffee. You heard about the cannolis that I got from Village Pizza? Awesome, with a cup of coffee. But every Sunday after I surf, I treat myself to a donut from my favorite donut shop. And did she surprise me? sue at good time donuts this past sunday because the donut was the greatest thing i ever had it was a cake donut with white vanilla icing with coconut shredded coconut on top i don't know i almost ate the entire thing in one bite but you follow that up you chase that with a cup of coffee It's the greatest thing you're gonna have. God knows what happens to your blood sugar. God knows what happens to the plaque in your heart. But you know what? It's the greatest thing you could put in your mouth. And when you go to Good Time Donuts, ask for Sue. Tell him you want that coconut donut that Dr. Clapper loves. And you'll see the biggest smile on her face. I love that place. And I love how hard she works at being the best donut maker I've ever met. All right, let's get into the clinic. Let's go to Chris, talk about hips. You're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help?
3: Hi, doctor. It's the first time I've heard the show, and I can't believe I haven't heard it before, and I just appreciate what you do. And the funny thing is I walked in with a couple of donuts as you were talking. Anyway, (laughs) I've (laughs) had
0: How come it took you this long? I've been on the radio for 10 years, Chris. It took you this long to figure out I'm on the radio. <laughs> hey,
3: I have really lived in California for 20, so
0: I, you know, I... <laughs> how how <laughs> old are you, Chris, and what do you do for a living?
3: A uh, retired school teacher at 61. 61.
0: Uh, God bless you. Where did you grow up? What did your father do for a living?
3: Oh, you really want to hear this story. I was born overseas. My dad worked for a company called Foremost Dairies, and... They had a military contract for their dairy products, so they sent him all sorts of places. So I was literally made in Kobe, Japan. I was born in Taiwan, China. I lived in Athens, Greece. I lived in Tehran, Iran, spent a little time in the Middle East, all that by the age of eight. Wow.
0: Wow. How many languages can you speak?
3: (laughs) You're you're hearing the only one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. All right, how can um, I help you, young man? What's up?
3: I've had both hips replaced, and yes. I've got to admit, I was very lazy in my rehab. And in the last five or six months, I've been doing a really good job. I'm walking three, four miles a day, blah, blah, blah. The greatest dog in the world. I probably wouldn't do it. But there's—is that my question is, and I think I know the answer, but is that pinch every time I lift my leg to go up a step, every time I lift my leg to go into a car, every time I lift my leg to get on... A
0: bed, is that pinch
3: always going to be
0: there?
3: That dis- Well,
0: I did not do your surgery, correct? I'm sorry? I didn't do your surgery, correct? No. no. Okay. So the, the hip flexor, better known as the iliopsoas tendon, how it relates to the ball and socket joint that's been redone, Granted, your arthritis is now gone. That's why you feel so good. The bone against bone has been, you know, helped immensely, which is why the surgery is so successful. But it's more than just using a saw and being a carpenter. It's also respecting the cables, the tendons, the muscles, kind of like a puppet or a marionette where the strings are making that puppet move. You gotta respect how those structures work as well. By no means am I suggesting that you have to now have more surgery because of that sensibility that you have. Here's the best advice I can give you. There's a book that I wrote with Linda Yue called Heal Your Hips. The book is all about a surgeon, a busy hip surgeon, 500 surgeries a year for 31 years, 15,000 surgeries I've done. But I'm telling you and I'm teaching someone like you how to maximize your hip either to avoid surgery or what to do to make your surgery as best as possible. And what is what does it involve walking in a pool, belly button, high water, walk forwards, walk backwards half an hour, three days a week. You'll see other exercises that you can do in the pool in that book. Heal your hips. My greatest advice to you, Chris, get that book. We give the money to the homeless. Go ahead and enjoy that. If you still have problems a few months from now, then you and I need to talk again. No cortisone shots, no injections, no needles. Don't ever let anybody do that to you. But you will be holistic. You'll do the water exercises and not in two weeks. Don't get frustrated. But I promise you, you will feel so much better a month of doing these exercises okay chris
3: i appreciate it and i think you're exactly right because this walking has just improved it tremendously to this point thank you for your advice i really appreciate it
0: so i just help you chris a total stranger you know how you can thank me you find a total stranger today do something nice for them that's how you'll be thanking me i think you're wonderful what a great idea thank you okay god bless you chris all right warriors Take a break. Coming up next, I'm going to tell some stories. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN.